0: Welcome to the Home, Plain & Simple Podcast. I'm Kim Brenneman, and if you're looking for tips and tricks on how to manage life at home, you're in the right place. As a homeschooling mom of nine, I've compiled more than 30 years of knowledge into the book, Home Management, Plan and & Simple. And now I'm here to share those same tips, mom to mom, on the Home, Plain & Simple Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy you're here today. If you're interested in diving in even further, we now offer a 13-module course, the Home Management Plain and Simple Blueprint. It's jam-packed with tools and resources for homemakers in any stage of life. Hi. 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 We are live again, and we will talk a little bit about what we're doing today while we wait for people to join us if anybody joins us, because we're a little bit late. I was, I have been cleaning my laundry room, which is a big, big disaster. Lots of, Annie, what did you call it this morning about the cupboard situation? Um, I said it was like the cupboard
1: in Zabunfu. Yeah, that. You know, where they open it up and everything goes piling out and they're buried in crap.
0: Yes, that is what's going on with the cupboards in the laundry room. Horrible. Because. Horrifying. Horrifying. When we. You open it and you're like, what? When we moved here. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. <laughs> what? Who put this <laughs> and then you're in like, here? Why? Why? Why did that make sense to put that there? When we moved here, maybe I should start with what the original intent of the room was when we built this room. It's a laundry room on part of the garage. So it was a three-car garage, which we never ever put three cars in. And we had a laundry room in the basement, which was like the dungeon. da da And it wasn't very fun down there. It was depressing and dark and I mean I suppose we had some good times down there, but
1: it wasn't horrible.
0: Okay, well. Moving on. But I'm
1: up... up here is on the south side of the garage. Lots of natural light. Windows. And it's very large.
0: With um, lots of cupboards. And counter space on top of those.
1: Counter towers. space.
0: It's and pretty dreamy,
1: really, when it's clean.
0: When it's clean. Um, so when we moved back here, we'd been gone for five years. When we moved back here and didn't really move very organized or orderly, it... Um, it became the covered where it was just uh, open it up and you say, why? So I've been working on that. And yesterday was our laundry day. Monday is our laundry day. And I decided yesterday, actually I decided last week, that the first thing I'm going to tackle in bringing order to this house this summer is the laundry room. And yesterday's work carried into today. Yes, and I think it will take all week to bring it into order.
1: Boy, you've got a big house. It's gonna be a long summer. It summer.
0: <laughs> this is the worst room, though. It is. I really think it's the worst room, at, uh, except for the basement.
1: I was gonna say your bedroom, but...
0: Oh, yeah, my bedroom's pretty bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those two places, the basement and my bedroom both have... It's different. Stuff that goes together, it just needs order. Um, the laundry room has random.
1: And it's kind of stuff that's like,
0: do we even use this? Does it have to be here? Does it have to be here? So, that was what I was working on today. Annie, what were you working on? Um. Yeah. Nice on the outside, mess on the inside. That's, but actually, I don't even have nice on the outside. Because, uh, the laundry and... The shoes, the farm stuff, everything. Everything.
1: I tried to organize the farm stuff,
0: but then at least that's all on one end.
1: People throw everything on top of it, and then it makes it. Yeah, you know how clutter attracts
0: clutter. That's what's going on. I saw three dish racks.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Strange. Strange. Okay, so what did you do today, Annie, um, up to this point?
1: I, I milked cows, and my brother and I, older brother, we went in together on flushing two of our dad's cows. Um, and today we were putting embryos in heifers. So we took them to the vet clinic and had the vet transfer embryos into the cows.
0: Okay. So now we are going to talk about menu planning and how menu planning saves money. It depends on the menus that you choose. Um, so, Annie, I think a lot of the food we ate over the years was low-cost food. Probably. Mostly because, um, I found ways and I learned ways and my mother taught me ways and my grandmother taught me ways of saving money with food. So in like I learned from my grandmother, instead of buying chicken broth, cooking the chicken, you know, taking your chicken carcass from eating chicken, covering it with water, putting in onion and celery, spices, and cooking that, and then you have a big pot full of chicken broth for virtually pennies. Um, So that is just one thing. Dry beans, we've talked about that. Cooking dry beans is um, way more affordable than um, buying canned canned beans, and you can do that in a slow cooker. Um, Ground meat is more affordable than your larger cuts. Of course, we raise beef, so um, beef was kind of a hidden expense for us because typically we would take a beef to the locker and have a whole beef in the freezer, and the farm paid for that. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me for um, uh, an expense, you know, for how much money we spend on a month month for food, i I wouldn't I could never do that because um, simply for that reason alone.
1: Can you break down a yearly cost and then divide it?
0: Yeah, but that it still wouldn't be accurate because what we pay for beef is not what someone else would pay for beef at the store. That is true. But let me just go on a little bit of, the, bit of a beef rant here. Find a farmer, buy beef, and get it butchered at your local locker. Of course, you're not gonna be able to do that for like a year because, <laughs> um, in case you didn't know this, the beef industry and the packer situation is not in a good position at all. And um, around here anyway, you can't get a locker appointment until 2021. June of 2021. Yeah. Um. Okay, stop with the beef, Kim.
1: Stop. Buy a local.
0: Buy a local. Um. Same with your pork and yeah, chickens.
1: Big price up front, but long-term, it'll actually save you money.
0: It will. And you have...
1: And it'll be higher
0: quality. Higher quality. Higher quality. Um, if you want a nonfiction book to read, read The Beef Racket. Yeah. Okay, I said enough about beef. We were talking about menu planning and how it saves you money. Okay, because you can... You, personally, can identify what foods are mo- or what menus are most affordable for your lifestyle and your food choices, your family's allergies, um, food preferences, all of that. You can make those decisions. You can even, um, I'm writing, 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 writing on the little... table. <laughs> Pretend. Um, when you make a menu plan and you go to the grocery store, keep track of the expense and then just write that dollar amount by your menu plan It costs X amount of dollars for this week's worth of menu um, or month, you know, however often you go. Um, and then you can also, by keeping a menu plan, a regular menu plan, you can go, um, to the big box store and get your pantry supplies or I used to go to a restaurant supply store and get stuff, yeah. Um, Huge
1: family,
0: yeah. that's a lot. Uh, we also live near an Amish um, bulk food store, so that was another very affordable way that we um, could get food for that was more affordable than buying it at, you know, in town at the grocery store. Um, so, Those are some ideas on getting um, food more affordably. But just menu planning and learning what the costs are for certain menus, Um, if you can identify, and please be healthy. I mean, um, cheap food is not healthy food necessarily. Pasta, not healthy. Don't make it part of your regular diet. I'm not saying don't ever eat pasta. I mean, everyone loves Italian food but eating that daily is not healthy. Um, So choose healthy foods, figure out how to get them affordably, um, shop around and find the best prices for your foods and make menu plans um, based on your family's lifestyle and track your cost right up beside your menu plan and even by your recipes. a lot of times the recipes and the um Okay, so here's a good one. Keeping a price book in most bought items can help when you when you meal plan. It'll show you whether you're paying the best price on those items. You can do it for all the stores you shop at. Yes, I did that like twenty years ago. That's probably how I learned how to do this.
1: Twenty years ago I would have been one.
0: Maybe it was longer than that. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. And that reminds me one this this activity helped me learn how to cook. Okay, so somewhere along the line, I bought a recipe book that had a meal, a menu plan for the whole it was a menu plan for the whole year, and it gave you a grocery list for the whole year. It was kind of a pricey book. And the, the recipes were a little bit on the gourmet side. I mean I learned you know to put capers with pork and you know that kind of thing. So I learned cooking skills through this recipe book, but it also taught me um, how much food is, how much food costs, because that's probably part of how I learned it. A price book and then using this recipe book too. All right, so.
1: Learning all the things.
0: Hopefully there's some value in this conversation. Um, Yeah, the price book, I forgot. And then you can compare store to store
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. If you have any other questions about menu planning, let me know. Um, this girl, she grew up learning it all um, along with me and cooking and doing grocery shopping. Annie is an excellent grocery shopper. She When we lived in Idaho, she did almost all our grocery shopping.
1: That is true.
0: You did. I about that. Yeah, I'd give her my card and say, uh, go to the store and get these things, and she would do it. Yeah, I'm probably one
1: the one? only one that actually like followed the list. Everyone else would add like Oreos or chips. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I here. still struggle with buying that sort of thing. It's like that's not healthy.
0: <laughs> you don't get that. You're good. You're good. Train, to, train this one right. It's um, expensive. You know what though. Brant, I used to send Brant to the grocery store, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You were so happy when he
1: got his driver's license. Yes,
0: give him a card and say, go get the groceries, here's the list. He was good at that. I don't
1: really Um, have anyone anymore to do that.
0: um, Bronwyn would be good at it as soon as she gets her driver's license. We have a little problem right now with people in our house not having driver's license or are inexperienced drivers because... Of the older kids doing a lot of driving and hauling people around. So they didn't have to learn to um, <laughs> drive where they Well, especially in, in Idaho, A-care. the
1: majority of our driving was with a truck and trailer.
0: And so Annie was the truck and trailer driver. Her truck was
1: always hooked up to the trailer in Idaho. We
0: did yeah.
1: Riding club, 4 H meetings. Yeah twice
0: a week. So we're in an interesting spot where I don't have um, very many drivers. We're gonna have to work on that. Summer, another summer project. Get get some drivers around here.
1: Your summer's busy.
0: I know, I'm trying to shove too many things in the summer. Okay, so join us tomorrow at four o'clock and if you have anything that you want to know that i didn't make clear or if i was confusing let me know oh and um speaking of menu plans Bridget put together one of our um one of i have this i have these folders full of recipes and menu plans and Bridget put together the summer menu a cuz there was multiple a summer menu plan of easy food easy delicious food she said some of the food she said everything except for two recipes she thought kids could make. Um, one, like like young kids. She said one involved using the oven and another one um, a griddle. And those were that's what held her back from saying that kids could make it. But Reci- those
1: ones that you wrote out?
0: Yeah, I mean like this was, yes.
1: From your blue, blue? Blue, blue
0: folder, Blue yeah. folder? Yeah. Where's um, that
1: blue folder?
0: I think the recipe's in <laughs> there. <laughs> That was heard many times at our house. Um, so, anyway, Bridget made this menu plan and it's on well, the website. And
1: growing up, you made Bridget and I a folder, and that it was like all our own recipes that we could cook at a young age. We were, I don't know, 10, and 12 or something.
0: Where is that folder? 12.
1: I don't know. It might be in the But bin. it was a cookbook and it had, like, she put together recipes for us that we could cook. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we should find it see it, and we'll look around um, anyway so Bridget has that on the website we and do. yeah and it's good food and like I said I, um, I I love the gourmet thing but simply because we live so far from town I didn't necessarily have capers or fire roasted peppers that kind of thing around you know sitting on my shelf so... It was more simple food. All right. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, and if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at HomePlanandSimple and get encouragement and resources on our website at homeplanandsimple.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.